BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Are you looking for some good clean positivity. Good. Me neither. I'm Maddie Murphy and I host The Bad Broadcast, a weekly comedy podcast dedicated to talking about everything we love to hate. I searched my whole life to find my passion. Little did I know I had been practicing my true talent every single day, complaining. Join me every Monday wherever you listen to podcasts and be sure to follow me on Instagram at The Bad Broadcast to answer our weekly questions and for a chance to be featured on the show. See you there. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture. I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. Hi guys, how is everybody doing? I'm okay. I'm still in Israel. So coming at you from here and actually to BH, I was supposed to take a week off for my sister's wedding, but I just can't. Like, I feel like that will wrong you. Not that I, you know, I'm self-important, but it's more like we only get this one week and I just feel like I, I needed to to, to spill the tea, to talk to you guys, to chat about what's up. So no days off here. Kim would be fucking proud. So if we started with Kim, let's dive right in. Shall we? Kanye is back. Kanye is back on Instagram. He's back on his running a little rampant on Instagram, posting and deleting. Unfortunately, I was sleeping when all the posting was happening, which like fucking time change. But he posted a lot of shit, obviously aimed at Kim and the family. He's upset about where the kids go to school again. He published where the kids go again, like the school, which I feel like is just unsafe. Like I wouldn't even want to share with the world where Noah's going to go to school. But I think the school thing, I hate to think that this is like a PR ploy for his new like Donda school, but he keeps on, you know, in the text he's posting saying like, I want them to go to Donda school. Like you don't get to decide. And then he even writes, no, we need to talk in person. You don't have say of where the kids go to school. Why you get say because you half white. What's crazy here is he puts the popcorn emoji, which I feel like the popcorn emoji like means 
you know, you guys are watching a movie, like enjoy the fucking show, which you're doing that to like provoke. And like, this is your family and they really shouldn't be heard by it. It's just really sad. Another post on the kids father, another post where his text with Kim, it says Kim writes from my mom, please tell him to stop mentioning my name. I'm almost 67 years old and I don't always feel great. And this stresses me to no end. And Kanye answered, y'all don't have so-so over my black children and where they go to school. They will not do Playboy and sex tapes. Tell your Clinton friends to come get me. I'm here. He also posted a screenshot of Victoria, Kylie's ex-assistant. It's like the the screenshot is, is of her doing a Vivrell ad, which I also do. I don't get why. I don't get why he would post that. But the caption has to do with Chris. Don't let Chris make you do Playboy. It's a giant brothel. He also kind of says that he had a porn addiction. He doesn't want his kids on Instagram. <sighs> it's really sad. Then he posted Tristan Trav Scott calling my fellow cum donors. We in this together. Then he posted something about sperm donors. These are my brothers about Travis Scott. A lot of stuff. Then he writes, anybody that says I'm spiraling when I express the undeniable truth is a sheep. Shut the fuck up and worry about your own kids. I'm obviously dealing with wars at the highest level of control and discrimination based on the level I'm operating at. A conductor got a turn. They back to the audience to direct the orchestra. Oh, he is crazy. Blah, blah, blah. I'm simply right. I know girls who sell porn that don't agree with how my daughters are displayed. I was driven crazy before. I'm not going crazy no more. It's not up to Calabasas or Hulu where my kids go to school. I'm not the crazy one here. It's up. I won't stop until I have a say. So on my kids, no matter what it legally takes. Ask Pete how those tattoos of my kids are doing in the trauma unit. He's also throwing shade at Yeezy Adidas, Yeezy Gap. He wrote, my kids, Yeezy Adidas, Yeezy Gap. It's up on all three of these issues. So he deleted all those and he just left the screenshot of the first day of the Donda school. So all of this is deleted and it's sad. It's sad to me just because of the kids. You know, it's like I'm sure Kim has a tough skin and she could deal with it, but it's sad because of the kids. I don't know if he's doing this because, you know, he is mentally unstable, is going through something, you know, and needs help or to provoke. And he knows what happens when he does this. It gets a lot of attention. I'm not sure. I honestly don't know. I'm also you know, Kanye fans are really intense. And when I delve too much into this, you know, I don't know if I want to do that because it's not worth it for me because I get literally bombarded. And I think even they tried to like hack my account because last time when all this was going down, I got a notification of like somebody trying to enter my account. Luckily, there is two factor authentication and you can't if you don't like get the text on my phone. But I was like, oh, my God, what's happening? But anyway, and that was weird because I went to Kanye's page and it said I wasn't following him. And I was like, wait, did I unfollow him? Did he remove me as follower? Did he block me and unblock me? But then some of y'all told me, like, Amanda, I know you unfollowed when like all that shit was going down and it became like really violent towards Pete at the end. And I don't remember that. Honestly, it's a little worrisome that I don't remember, but I 
don't remember. Like, can we feel bad for Chris also? Like, she's always being put in this position of like, Chris, Chris, Chris. And like, she is 60 fucking seven years old. Like, we fucking forget. And it's a lot. Like, you know, it's a lot of stress and it's a lot of, it's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. It's a lot to deal with. And I hope that he is well. I hope that they can get back to co-parenting. I'm sure it's super hard for Kim to be dealing with this, you know, and, and you never know where, when the like next media storm is going to fucking hit. I'd be scared to fucking text him because I know it'd be posted. Not that she's saying anything bad, but I don't know. I wonder if there's stuff that like he like I'm sure he knows so much shit that like I wonder if Kim is scared like how far will he go to like expose or ruin or whatever the fuck he's trying to do if it's just to promote the Donda school like I don't fucking know which like good for him for creating a school but saying where your kids even go to school which like even if they have security it's like not cool it's just not cool. And I feel like just Instagram isn't the tool to help you get to the results that you think you want to get to. Anyway, I hope that that, you know, posting and deleting was a one-time thing. You know, what's weird though. He, Amelia Gray, aka Hamlin, aka Lisa, Lisa Rinna and Harry Hamlin's daughter who dated Scott follows him and he follows her and he doesn't follow barely anybody. None of the Kardashians, obviously. She like comments on his posts and like whatever. I got a text message from one of you that is friends with Amelia that Amelia is going around saying that he styles her now. Interesting little tidbit. Wonder how much it's, you know, true. Her and Lisa did a little Yeezy ad, which like just seeing Lisa and those Yeezy sunnies like really is just like humor to me. Like this is funny. Like this isn't for real. So I wonder if that's true. Don't think it's anything romantic. If you look back, even with Julia Fox, like he styled her, quote unquote, you know, I still look back and like the whole Julia Fox thing, I feel like wasn't romantic. I doubt if they even like fucking had sex. It was all for show. And she got a little boost in her in her career, which like good for her. And she is a bad bitch. I feel like she got the booze she needed and like off she went to wear like weird shit on the streets of New York. Okay, you guys article. You guys always get so excited when I share my article code because all of us have shopped at article. It's an essential one-stop shop for your apartment or home needs. Okay. Like my couches from article, my dining tables from article, Noah's rocking chairs from article. I have a boucle bench from article and they're just amazing. They're, they have amazing customer service and they have pricing that is less than other brands because they don't have a store. It's all online. So they save on costs. You can save up to 30% from traditional retail prices. They also have really chic things, things that will fit in your, in any size apartment. So check them out if you are looking to make your space beautiful. They have just a curation of beautiful boutique furniture, but it's also comfortable and it's also simple. And it's also simple to shop online. Okay, so check them out. They have affordable shipping available across the USA and Canada. It's free over $9.99. Article is offering my listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash not skinny and the discount will automatically be applied to checkout. That's article A-R-T-I-C-L-E.com slash not skinny for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.
in other Kardashian news, Poosh actually quietly, I feel like, is coming out with a new skincare, but it's a skincare collab with Alka Glam. It looks really cool, though, because it's a facial mist device. So it comes with like these beads and then you fill it up with distilled water and then you could spritz it on your face. I kind of really want this. This is not an ad or anything. It's just like I love spritzing things on my face and apparently it lasts for a year. You just have to add water to those beads. And they did a cute little project pooch where they were searching for a brand to collab with and collabed with this woman who has this company Alka Glam. And it's it looks sweet because the woman applied to be in Project Poosh. Apparently, it was on her vision board to collab with Courtney at some point in life. So that's special. In other skincare news, well, not skincare, but in celeb brand news, Gigi Hadid just revealed that she has a new brand, which was a little, it was a cute little caption because she was like, my first brand, my first ever brand. The company is going to be called Guests in Residence and it's going to be Cashmere. So not skincare. That's cute, I guess, right? It's weird because there were rumors and some articles about Brad Pitt coming out with cashmere line or something. And people are like, oh my God. And it's rumored they're dating. And I'm like, do you guys literally have issues and you're confusing Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt, which like cute. They were also my top two my whole life. But like, no, it was Leonardo DiCaprio, which there were so many sightings of Leo and Gigi. So many sightings. But as we know, him and Camilla Marone broke up the big fucking story because she turned 25. La la la. Cue all the memes. La 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 la. But like then I'm like, wait, but he was seen with Gigi and she's 27 and has a baby. So like that defies the 25 role. But at the same time, I got a few messages from people that saw him with Cammy in the last week or so. So I wonder if they're not over over or what's going on there. Aside from Cammy and Gigi, there was an article that came out that he was seen with this young model, Maria Buragova, who is literally 22. And I know her exact age, not because I even Googled her, because what perfect timing for Maria Buragova to do an AMA on Instagram. Is Maria Buragova enjoying the fucking attention she's getting from either it's true or not that she's dating Leo. She did AMA. One of the questions was her height and weight. She answered it. It's funny. One of my friends, she wrote, she's, she's 175 centimeters and 51 kilograms. One of my friends said to me, I was 51 kilograms when I was 11. And I was like, I literally was born 51 kilograms. Like I can't even remember. I can't even remember the day you guys, even though I did want to say, I don't know if you guys have heard this, but I posted it once, but just, you know, lots of people in Hollywood that are getting skinny right now. And you're like, wait, this person got skinny overnight. There is a drug in Hollywood right now. It even made its way to Israel, but I only heard here of people that are taking it that are like a little older and actually overweight. But in Hollywood, this drug Ozempic is going rampant and people are using it for weight loss. It's actually a drug that's meant to help like diabetes, people that actually have diabetes, but people are using it for weight loss, getting it prescribed by doctors. So if you see celebs that went from this to this overnight, like, mm, probably Ozempic, which is wild because I heard it has a lot of side effects. Like it could cause stomach pains and cancer. And but I guess it's worth it to some people, which is wild. So unhealthy. 
Oh my God. These fads, you guys thought we were fucking done. Thought we were fucking done. Just wanted to say another thing about the Kardashians because I get asked this a lot or moreover, I see this a lot and I just want to tell everybody that they're wrong because your bitch knows. So in the trailer, we did see that Pete shower scene, right? Where I think it was after the, 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 the Met Gala and, and Kim is like, babe, do you want to shower real quick? And he throws the phone and runs after her. Iconic. We loved it. We died. People are thinking, oh, because Pete and Kim broke up, are all his scenes going to be taken out of, of the show? So people are wondering if all of his scenes are going to be taken out of the show. From my understanding, even prior to the breakup, Pete didn't really want to be filmed. That was his only scene anyway. So I'm sure that scene won't be cut because we all saw it in the trailer, but I know that nothing else was supposed to be in there with him anyway. He didn't like filming. Kim never forced him. So that's that. There's Trouble in Paradise for Tom Brady and Giselle, which I don't even know how media like picks up on this and how it's like, oh, like from our understanding, they're in a huge fight and she left the house. But apparently he took this 11 day break from training camp and came back. And when he was asked about it, he said, it's all personal. You know, everyone's got different situations that they're dealing with. We really have unique challenges to our life. I'm 45 years old, man. There's a lot of shit going on, but I just got to figure it out. I just got to figure out life the best you can. You just got to figure out life the best you can. It's a continuous process. Okay. So it seems like from what I've read and understood that Giselle is like a very hands-on mom and like Tom was very like career and she always like wanted him to spend more time with them and be a little more hands-on. And then he like on retired, which is like, I feel like it's just like he was home and was like, fuck this shit. Like I rather fucking work than be with these kids. So maybe there's a lot of tension going on about that. I would imagine. Anyway, we talked about Bethany Frankel last week, which is so funny because I feel like a lot has happened between me and Bethany lately. You know, I've always loved her. Then one day I posted that throwback of the fact that in 2017, I wrote her a message and was like, please check out my profile. I'm obsessed with you. And I posted that then to just be like, you guys, like, isn't that wild? You know how things can change and how, you know, don't think that I wasn't fucking thirsting in every which way and trying, you know, to to, to reach different people and whatever. And and it was a way to say, like, you know, try. Doesn't hurt. You know, shy people lose or whatever the fuck. But She's been so first of all, her beauty guru ness, which she's started to do, which is review beauty products and be honest about them, is really going well for her. She was invited to like the Gail King show the other day for being like a beauty influencer. She's super excited about it. Good for her. Then we talked about her, you know, talking about the Kardashians and whatever and saying that they're not a good example. And she leaned into that a bit. And then she posted this photo that was like her in a bikini photoshopped like made her waist smaller and then like whatever and then her boobs bigger and and she posted just that photo and then if you swiped you saw like what it actually looks like before and it's like not that huge of a difference and pe- and she tried to make a point like you know photos aren't real like don't believe what you say like blah 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 and it's like b you have a great body you're literally thin you literally have a brand called skinny girl like i don't understand but listen i think her brand is mention it all. And she's just keeps on doing that in every which way, which I'm for. Like, I feel like that's my vibe too. So I don't know why I'm a little triggered lately because I usually do love her as do many of you, but just wanted to note that. 
why do we feel the need to order from a gazillion different stores? Like, oh, let me get my bedding here and my, you know, my, my loungewear here and my plates here. We're like, there is a place, it's called Macy's. It's a department store. It has departments and you can get everything in one place. Okay. Do you want to like restyle your home? Your space needs a refresh. Not sure how to make it feel like you. Go with a new farmhouse trend with Macy's. Soft textures, warm wood accents make it easy to bring a piece of the countryside into your home. And even if you're a part, like it's an apartment, it's still a home. So don't you forget that. And you could just find like really unique pieces like sage green dinnerware, warm and rustic decor, lush foliage. I know you guys are so excited for it to be October and you can get like get foliage everywhere and pumpkins and shit. They have pumpkins and cozy blankets and bedding. So head over to Macy's. Macy's.com slash own your style. Macy's.com slash own your style. And they have great deals. They have designer items. They have everything and more. So this Labor Day, give your home the refresh that you're looking for. Okay. I told you guys already that like Macy's is the goat. Pick up everything that you need in one place. Macy's.com slash own your style. I heard that there's going to be some sort of Kardashian fashion show in September. I don't know any other information. I want to know more information and I would also like to be invited, but I don't know what it is or where it is. That's just from my understanding, but interesting to look out for a little bachelor nation vibe. So Paige Lorenz, who, as you know, she was one of army hammers, ex-girlfriends and victims dated Tyler for a hot minute. And she went on Sophia with an F's podcast and basically said that it was like sickening. She used that word. She said it's sickening. He was sickening that it seemed like he was using her for fame, that he would look at her story views and be jealous and have get less than her, even though she has like he has like five times the number of her followers and that he even went as far as to say that he wants a scandal so he could like get more, I guess, engagement. I don't know. So she like hates him, really isn't into him, but felt like he wanted that relationship for the limelight, which like, OK, let's just put that aside for a minute before we judge. We never really talked about the Matt James and Tyler Cameron breakup. I've mentioned it a couple times. You guys were always like, oh my God, true. We haven't seen them. I'm like, right. You haven't seen them because they're literally not friends anymore. Then when Tyler did some interviews, he kind of and was asked about Rachel, Matt's girlfriend, who is gorge and I love her. And she just eats all day, every day with Matt everywhere. So I hate her. I'm always like, all day. Just like the pizza. All of Oh, maybe is it because you're 25? Like, explain this to me. And then I realized why I'm not skinny. And it's because not only am I hungry all the time, so I'm like eating all the time. I realized yesterday that even when I'm not hungry, I eat for fun. (laughs) So like, that's not a recipe, you know, to be lean. So we'll just embrace that. And before you guys say, Amanda, you are like, we saw the photos like, okay, in some photos, I, I can look good. And like certain angles look good. And I think it's all like obviously relative and some people can feel this way or that way. But anyway, just wanted to I'm not looking for any like, no, you're so skinny. No, it's good. I'm good. Self-love, body love. It's a choice. It's a choice that you make. 
you know, it's a choice that you make. I'm going to enjoy life and I'm going to eat even if my metabolism isn't really down to, you know, work as well as other people's metabolisms. But anyway, so Matt and Tyler definitely broke up. It definitely had to do with Rachel in the sense that Tyler loved Matt as like his boyfriend. I feel like he wanted to live a life, Tyler and Matt in a bachelor pad forever and ever. And Matt literally found his woman is traveling the world with her. And I feel like Tyler is just like butthurt about it at the end of the day. And like, is like over it. I don't think that it's as much like Rachel and Matt don't get along. I feel like he might not like Rachel because she's Matt's girlfriend and he's not Matt's girlfriend. But at the same time, it's kind of sad because they were like besties, besties, besties. Like I remember on Matt's season, which wasn't a very good season. It was only when Tyler came and surprised him on one date that like Matt was glowing and like his life was made. Like they do have a connection and it's sad for a friendship to end. So hopefully they'll, they'll get back together. But I feel like we never really discussed, never really discussed. Oh my God. Remember when I, for the OGs, remember when I hated Tyler Cameron and I was almost like questioning if I'm jealous of him. I was like, what is my issue with him? Like, do I want to be Tyler Cameron? Like what's happening? We need to, we need to do a deep dive. Okay. This really upset me and upset a lot of other people. K motherfucking fed the unemployed backup dancer has been going on a motherfucking press tour to about Britney because obviously nobody cares about his life and what he's up to, but they care about him opening up about Britney and just talking shit. And what's sadder is that his gorgeous boys and namely Jaden, who is the spitting image, I feel like of Britney is with him in the interview and answering questions. And I fucking hate it. Britney just came out with, you know, her first music release since the end of her controversial 13 year legal conservatorship. But then KFED went and did a Daily Mail interview. And now I just saw that a 60 minute Australia interview is about to come out as well. Some notable moments is obviously they didn't come to to the wedding. Jaden says that it'll take a lot of time and effort to repair their relationship. He says, I 100% think this can be fixed. It's just going to take a lot of time and effort. I just want her to get better mentally. When she gets better, I really want to see her again. He then speaks directly to Brittany. He says, I love you a lot. I hope for the best for you. Maybe one day we can sit down like this and talk again. It's just really sad. He said about the wedding, I'm really happy for them, but she didn't invite the whole family. And then it was just going to be me and Preston. I just don't see how that situation would have ended on good terms. That sounds weird. A lot of people are feeling like this sounds like parental alienation 101, where one parent alienates the kids from the other parent. And it just adds on to like the sadness that is Brittany's Brittany's life. Preston is a little more shy. So it feels like that was the reason he wasn't interviewed in the documentary. But Jada made it very clear that like he speaks for both of them. But Jaden really loves living with his dad and his dad's girlfriend, Victoria, and uh, Kevin's older children, Corey and Caleb from a previous relationship with Shar Jackson. And then he has two kids with uh, Victoria, an 11 year old and eight year old. Jaden says, I, I feel this is my safe place, my home. I love everybody here. He's really into his new family, and I feel like he's just not into his mom. He also loves his granddad, Jamie, even though they had a restraining order against him a few years ago. Very, very odd. Jaden said about Jamie, Brittany's father, at first he was trying to be just like any other father, letting her pursue 
her, his daughter's dream of becoming a superstar. But I think maybe the conservatorship went on too long. Maybe what, why my mom was very angry about the whole situation that she was working too hard for too long. And I personally think she was, she should have taken a break and relaxed. but he adds that Jamie doesn't deserve all the hatred he's getting in the media. I love him with all my heart. He was just trying to be a father. He says his mother is ceasing to realize how much he cares for her. And he's just saying about the whole family. When I met them in person, they would not do such things. Describing his fun-loving uncle Brian as someone who always wants to go and play ball in the park and calls his grandma Lynn Mima a really nice person. Whenever I see her, she cares about me. They're not bad people. They know what we are going through. They want our future to be what we want it to be. They want just want to watch over us. Mima and Uncle Brian are a good part of our lives. They have taught me how to deal with things. Interesting because in 2020, like I said, Jaden described Jamie as a dick. He says, looking back, I regret saying all kinds of things. I feel bad. Preston, I feel bad. We want to see him. I want to see him sit with him next to the piano and talk about my future. About the Britney naked pics, he says that Preston doesn't even like his photos taken and, and Jaden, uh, that Preston doesn't like the cameras and he asked my mother not to post his photos and she did anyway. It didn't go well. He says that social media seems to help her if that's what she wants to do. She's, that's what she's going to do. He's not going to hate her for that. At the same time, she should come to the realization of whatever it is that stops her loving her family. He says it's almost like she has to post something on Instagram to get attention. This has gone on for years and years and years. There's a high chance that this will never stop. But I'm hoping I'm hoping for me that she'll stop. He says he barely goes on his Instagram. Neither does Preston. He also kind of says that Brittany loved him more than Preston. He says, I think mama struggled giving us both attention, showing us equal love. I don't think she showed enough to Preston. I feel bad for him. We've been through so much pressure in the past and this is our safe place now. He says, if I complain, she went after him. I feel guilty. So I'm there for him. Admitting that mom has treated me better. He says that Kevin is always there for him. He confides in him. He puts the pieces together. So anyway, he hopes that he'll be reunited with with his mom at some at some point. Listen, these kids are that's a thing like these kids do look well. Right. If we're judging based on that, like the kids look like they're doing well, they 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 look happy. They look they look well. I don't know how else to say it. So it's like K-Fed did something right. I don't know with Britney's money, like K-Fed did something right. Obviously, Britney is so, so, so upset about this and obviously went to Instagram to share to share that and just say how upset she is. She said, I've tried my best at being the best person I can be. She was held hostage. I say to my son, Jaden, that I send all my love in the world to you every day for the rest of my life. My love for my kids has no bad boundaries. And it saddens me to know his outcry of saying I wasn't up to his expectations of a mother. And maybe one day we can be face to face and talk about this openly. Maybe to your child, you can explain to me why our family would do that to anyone. I wouldn't do that to anyone. I helped your father who has an odd job in 15 years. I assume it's easier for you guys not to have someone check on you to make sure you're doing your homework. I'm sure the standards of your dad smoking weed every day benefits your daily life at 15 and 16 to partake in a very cool generation. I completely understand your need to live with your father as I had to play the perfect role for 15 years. And Preston, I'm aware of your gift. I know you're a teacher in my life. And dear child, I'm a teacher for you as well. It's horrible to see your dad be a hypocrite and say the media is horrible, yet he has you talking about personal matters to them. If you could pause for a second, I remember where you came from. You are my child and will always be. This is hard for you guys to read as a mom. 
Since Preston didn't speak, I send my love. I would love nothing more than to see you both face to face. <sighs> you guys, it is it is hard to read, like especially as a mom, like these these kids that are also being used in the situation. You know, these interviews are a lot of money. Why is KFED doing these rounds of interviews? Why is he doing them now? Why is he talking about Brittany? She's never spoken about him like some fucking respect. Like, is there left in the fucking world? She pays him like $20,000 a month for child support, covering the kids and everything. That was before 2018 where he requested an increase in the payment. Okay. Just disgusting. Like, it's disgusting. I fucking hate it. Disgusting. Okay. There are these shoes that I wear. They're white uh, slip-on shoes and they're from Rothy's. You guys always ask me about them. So here you have it. My white slip on shoes that you could just slip on. You don't even need to wear a sock, but if you want to, you can. Uh, they're from Rothy's. And what I love about them is that you can throw them on without socks. Like I said, I have the slip on sneaker in white, but also that they're washable. So you don't have to worry about them stinking, even though actually mine never smelled. I don't know if they have like special technology, but super comfortable. You can wash them and they look just as good after the wash and they're durable and they're just amazing. But one of my other favorite parts about them is everything they make is better for the planet. They've repurposed millions of single use plastic bottles into their signature thread. And that goes into every single one of their products. So sustainable. We love that. Step up your shoes and accessories this summer and get ready to be asked, are those Rothy's? Plus, get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash not skinny. Get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash not skinny. That's rothys, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash not skinny to get $20 off your first purchase. That's rothys, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash not skinny to get $20 off your first purchase. Thank God I get my on the JLo subscription to my Yahoo mailbox where I send my spam. So she surprised us with a few additional wedding photos of her and Ben, including one that like had Mr. and Mrs. Affleck in neon, which like, I don't know if that's like the epitome of class, but she looks so happy. And I think there was a pic where Ben was smiling. So good on that. I did want to talk about it. And we didn't get to talk about it last time. That video that leaked from the wedding of JLo serenading Ben, but not serenading him like, I love you, Ben. It was like a song of hers. And she had like backup dancers and she was doing like a JLo show. And Ben was sitting in a chair like a groom being, you know, just performed for. And it was cringe, y'all. And I don't like that word. And I don't say y'all, but it was both of those. It was that thing. And it was y'all be not JLo for five seconds of your life. What is this performance in the middle? Like, just be Jen, be Jen, be Jenny, be Jen, like chill. It was a little like, why? And I actually heard from like somebody that knows somebody that worked the wedding that like it was, it was a full performance weekend. Like she was performing at every given fucking second. And it just does seem like it was JLo's wedding. So that's on one hand, right? And then you have the other side of it, which is like, she wrote this whole thing about the wedding and just like how, you know, they were laughing about getting married at this age, but at the same time, like that it's such a good age to get married because you've been through so much and you've made a choice and like, 
you know, you found that person when your life is like complete. I do see it. I get what she means. Like as somebody who got married young, like I can see why getting married older is even more special. And I can see that. And I love that for them. And I also love Jen. It's not like I don't love Jen. I just feel like she has something to her that's like, look at me. I don't know. Like she has her, she, she's a diva. Like let's, you know, she's a diva, but you know what? Maybe Ben is like the husband to Jen. Like I'm Jen. I'm like, look at me, look at me. Sign up for my loot. Okay. Also wait, the newsletter. Does Jennifer fucking Lopez need to do a spam newsletter slash journal entry? Like of a 12 year old? Like, I don't get it. Like, where's this heading? Why is it? Why can't you just post it on Instagram? Who does a newsletter? I don't know. Maybe she, I don't know. It feel it feels beneath her. It feels beneath her. Like, it's like, is she going to go on Patreon? I don't know. And it's like, new wedding pics on the J-Lo. It's like clickbait. Like, J-Lo don't need to do clickbait. Do you know what I mean? That's how I feel about that. But I really am happy for them. And I really do think it's a beautiful love story. And I hope they live happily ever after. Please, amen, like praying for them because, you know, we don't, we don't need this again. We don't need the breakup again. We don't need, we don't need that again. I really want them to be together. And I think it's really beautiful. And I think she looks fucking amazing. Whatever she's doing, like the olive oil, the JLo glow, like I'll do all of it. I'll buy all of it. I'll subscribe to the newsletter. I'm doing fucking everything. Anyway, you guys, tomorrow is Arielle's wedding. And I am so excited. My little baby sister is getting married. She is the best person I've ever met in my life. And she's my sister. And sometimes I feel so lucky. So I'm like, whoa, the best person I know is my sister. And she like, I won, I won. So her future husband, you know, won life by marrying this fucking bitch who's going to look so beautiful tomorrow. And I'm so excited. And oh my God, you guys didn't even see the dress I picked at the end, which like, like it. But, you know, I went through a journey. I went through a journey, but it's not about me. It's not about me. I remember looking back to my sister Allison's wedding. I was such a little fucking shit that like I remember I bought a BCBJ like romper. And I don't know, I was really confident like that weekday year. I remember trying it on and being like, oh, my God. And I went to my mom like, mom, like, I feel bad like for Allison because like, look at me. I'm going to steal all the attention. Looking back on that fucking romper and the way I did my hair, like the whole thing, like, no, no attention was stolen. You blended in, bitch. Like, where was that overconfidence? You're fine. Sit down. So this time I'm going in very small, quiet, petite, and insecure. Like I am, you guys, just a soft-spoken fucking bitch that's going to just sit on the side all night, not talk. And, you know, no, but really it's about Ariel. So anyway, I'm going to be, you know, quiet and small and cold and all of it. Not cold because, oh my God, we're sweating here. Have you ever leaned into sweating and just like you left the stash, the sweat stash on? You don't even wipe it because you know it's going to happen again. That's where I'm at. Also, there's so many flies here. And like, I feel like a horse at all times. It's just like, let them stay on you because stomping or, you know, smacking them off, not going to help either. Not going to help either. Anyway, but it's been really nice being here. It's actually really cool because I've been getting kind of attention here for what I do 
in the States. You know, it used to be just my my commercial that's been played for seven years. But now it's like, oh, my God, the girl from the commercial has been, you know, up to this. So I was inviting on a morning talk show. And then the thing is, it's so small here that like once one show has you, they all like have your number, all the other shows and they call you. But I'm like, listen, guys, I'm not on a press tour. Like I did this for fun, but it is special because it is my second home. And, you know, it's nice to to be able to like share the stuff that I do here as well and see some of you guys here too. It's pretty cool. It's a lot of Americans here, a lot of English on the streets. I ran into like a few of you on the street that were American that live here. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. So anyway, we're going to be back to regular scheduled programming pretty soon, but I love you guys and I'll talk to you next week. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday.